what's up, you dirty dirties? It's your dude. It's me. It's Sean Boyles. Sean Boyles Podcast. What's up, Herbert Cuppers? What's going on? Um, what are we at? Day fucking, I don't know. Ah, oh, the days. I don't know the days anymore. They've all blended together. Um, yeah, man, shit's getting real. It's getting real out there. Out there in the field. Um, uh, I hope you're safe. I hope you're doing the thing that you're supposed to do. Staying away from people. I hope that you are uh, 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 have good health. And that you're not worried about that you might have ran across somebody that might have had a certain something. And then maybe you got it because it takes a long time before you get it. And then, oh my god, it's exhausting. Um uh, here's what I've noticed in the, what are we at? I guess we're in like, what, the third week? By the way, before I get too far into this, um, I, last episode was, um, episode number 30 of the Sean Boyles podcast, uh, 30 episodes we've done, so, uh, um, not that anybody gives a shit or, or needs to uh, be noted, but just know that I noticed, Maybe you noticed too, and I noticed that uh, I didn't uh, make a big fanfare of it. Also, uh, a, a fix, uh, I had said that I was talking about uh, some comedy shows that I saw on the old Netflix, and uh, Mark Maron's new special, I said it was called uh, Too Real, and I was wrong. That was the one before this last, uh, this this new one. His new one is called End Time Fun, which... Um, so that's a good title for a, a uh, good title for a comedy special that uh, tackled the subject matters in which he tackled in that special. Anyway, here's what I noticed: three weeks in, uh, three weeks into a uh, self quarantine uh, society, those in more affluent neighborhoods or or where there's a uh uh up a mid to upper uh mid-range to to upper range economic sort of background of people compared to areas that are of a lower economic people and I know I'm saying that really fucked up I know there's a better way to say that um, just, you know, ritzy spots compared to fucking ghetto spots, all right? That's fucking plain as day, all right? But <laughs> I noticed the people in the ritzy spots are definitely taking more precautions than people in the cuts. People in the cuts are not giving a fuck. They're wearing flip-flops, no masks, no gloves, out in the fucking world, just doing the damn thing, dragging all their kids around, not giving a fuck all about possibly spreading and or contacting uh, the COVID-19. Now, I don't know what that's about. I haven't deep dived into the research there, but this is just my observation here in the San Francisco Bay Area when I went to a place where it's, it's a perfect example, okay, um, 
The Target. There's a Target at Bayfair Mall in San Leandro. The Target at Bayfair Mall is a little notorious for being a little, little, little street, little urban. Okay, it's a more urban spot. Okay, um, not a lot of masks, uh, folks. Not only the people working there not wearing masks or gloves, the patrons of that Target not wearing masks or gloves in groups. Touching things off of the shelf and looking at stuff. Here, look at this. Oh, what do you got? Oh, what is that? Let me see. Just in being in close quarters with each other. But I drove by the Trader Joe's here in Castro Valley. And they got a line out the door. They're only letting a handful of people in at a time. People keeping their distance. Everyone gloved up. Everyone masked up. Um... And Castor Valley is just kind of, eh, I mean, it's not the most affluent area, but, you know, we got some people that got some money on these hills around here. I'm just saying, there is um, a definite difference in, uh, in who's taking what seriously. And I'm just saying this in areas. I'm not, I'm not even, because color was not an issue. Because I, I heard you. I, I felt what you were thinking. I'm thinking, and that's not what I'm thinking. We're not th- we're not talking color here. We're talking economics. Poor folks ain't giving a fuck. People that got money or got something to lose, maybe I don't know. Taking precautions. That's what it looks like to me from the very casual observer. Uh, maybe somebody that's not the most observant about things. Um, I don't know. Uh, I just noticed that. That's what was going on. Um, let's um, let me fill you guys in on um, what I am calling now the worst paint job I've ever done. Uh, I've this is be the third podcast I think in a row where I've talked about this cabinet job that I've been doing. Um, it's a fucking nightmare. I it's it's been a nightmare from the get. From them wanting uh, absurd samples to uh, now in the nuts and bolts of doing it. Um, I, uh, yesterday, was on team, I don't give a fuck, I'm throwing in the towel, fuck this job. That's where I was at yesterday. I grabbed up all these, so what, I got them all sprayed. I got them looking as good as I can make them look. I still wasn't completely happy. There were still some flaws, still some things I didn't like. I felt like I've never fucking painted before. That's how bad this shit looked. It looked like it was my first day trying to spray anything, and I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And that's how I felt. And I went to the customer. So what we did was we took all the doors, we I cleaned them all up, got them as nice as I could get them, and I wrapped them in paper, and I put them in the back of the truck, and we took them over there. I don't know what the fuck's up with this product that I'm using but this shit is just not drying right. Because when I go to the place and I start unwrapping the stuff, I got paper sticking to these fucking doors. They're dry to the touch, but they ain't all the way dry. This shit's supposed to dry super hard, like old school enamel, and it's not. It still feels gummy. I'm not leaving a fingerprint, but God damn it, if the paper didn't stick out of 24 cabinet doors, four of them. We're okay to hang. And I told the folks, I told these nice people, 
a little bit a little bit uh a little bit particular about things, which is fine. I can handle that, but I told him straight out, "Hey, I'm at my wit's end with this job. I don't know what to do. It's been a nightmare since the start." Uh, I am throwing in the towel. I told him straight out, "I'm throwing in the towel. I'm done. I uh hire another painter. Don't pay me my balance." That's where I was at. I wasn't even trying to get paid. I was done with this shit. I was fucking over it. I was done. Um, and then they said, "Well, hold on. Let's uh, let's calm down." <laughs> and I I didn't I didn't like I didn't freak out in front of them. Like I you know here at the house, I was fucking kicking shit over, and I was fucking you know Fred Flintstone, and you know what I mean freaking shaking, freaking freaking you know I was. Uh, Having a hard time. And um, uh, when I got over there, I kind of I kept my cool, but I still wasn't very happy with what was going on. So uh, I just uh, I told him straight out, hey, here's the deal. I'm um, find somebody else to finish this. I'm going to hang all your doors for you. And I'm fucking out. I'm out this bitch. I'm done. And um, they. Um, we're a little bit forgiving and we're like, hey, you know what? Let's um let's have some cooler heads prevailing. Um we want you to finish this job. We want to give you this money. Um uh, do what you gotta do if you need to take him home and spray him again. I'm like, I don't want to. This is the thing. I'm like, I'm so over this job. I don't want to spend any more time doing it. Um so I brought everything home. I brought, packed up all the doors, put them in the back of the truck, brought them back, uh, cleaned the fucking dog shit out of my spray rig because I'm thinking I'm going to try to make it so that there's no way that I have any fucking problems with spitting or whatever. Not that I had any problems with spitting. I don't know if that, I guess that's, that's a technical term for when you're, uh, you lay, lay off for the trigger of your spray gun and it still sort of squirts on you. It'd be like... Um, well, it'd be like when you got done pissing and there was still a little bit left to fucking squirt out. So they get a little dribble. So I'm spraying, lay off the trigger, trigger and get a little dribble, right? It's like my fucking spray rig's got fucking gonorrhea or some shit. You know what I mean? It's like it's not the best thing to have going on when you're trying to do a thing. You got to, you want a clean dick. You don't want a fucking dirty dick. And apparently... My fucking spray gun was a dirty dick because I fucking there's a there's a filter inside the handle of a uh, of a good uh, airless spray gun and I took the filter out of that handle. That shit was rock solid, full of shit. And um, apparently, it had been a while since I've <laughs> cleaned out that thing. Uh, and then I also learned that apparently I'm fucking uh, using my spray tips way too longer than uh, what they're recommended for. Uh, uh, 40 to 50 gallons is the recommended amount of paint you should be spraying through a tip before you replace it. I would easily say it's been a couple years since I've gotten a new tip, any new tips on, uh, on my sprayer. And, um, so, uh, a new tip is bought. Gun is fucking spotless. Filter is clean. Uh, the rig is clean. Should be able to squirt out nice amounts of paint and, uh, not have any fucking problems. We will see what happens, but um, I'm not holding my breath, but I fuck if I want to be done with this goddamn job. Um, 
Unfortunately, though, I don't have any other jobs after this. Uh, people are very tight right now, which is very understandable. And uh, people are not wanting uh, your boy to come paint their stuff at the moment. I got a few jobs lined up, but I think everybody's on a let's wait till this shit blows over. So we will see. I do got some maniacs, though, that asked me to give them a guesstimate. But I'm, I'm going to bet on... Um, them saying, okay, we're going to wait till things blow over. But, you know, who knows? Who knows? Who fucking knows? Um, my, um, I've noticed the last few podcasts I've been talking about the wife. And, um, I, I, well, we're, we're hanging out a lot together. There's a lot of things that she does that I find very interesting we are talking about a woman from another country. She's from Japan. She does things a little different. I find it very interesting. But she's my wife. She's my best friend. And the things that she does, I find amazing. Uh, especially the way she satisfies my gullet with the tasty treats that she makes me. Uh, she uh, she has been uh, kind of diving into uh, some... Uh, some seamstress type stuff. Um, and uh, I think I mentioned it before. She's been uh, having some friends from Japan send her kimonos. And then she's uh, embellishing the kimonos with some little flair. She's putting flair. She's putting a little flair on these kimonos. Like they fucking had to have, you had to have flair on your apron at Chotsky's, right? on in the movie Office Space. If you've never seen the movie Office Space, you probably shouldn't even be listening to my podcast because you are an introvert to the point where you don't know uh, a, a good film, a good funny film. And um, and uh, it might be a thing that you need to go check out. Stop listening to my podcast right now and go check out the movie Office Space. Anyway, you don't really need to watch Office Space just so you can listen to my podcast. I'm just saying the type of people... You know how you can't, you can't pick your fans. That's that's what I'm saying. So I can't make you who I want you to be. All fucking fifteen of you that listen to my podcast on a weekly basis, which I am very very appreciated. And if you want, you can um, if you listen on the Anchor app, I believe there is a little button that you can search for. It is a uh, um, basically like you make you make like a donation to me. You can make a. a you you can sponsor the podcast uh, by dropping me a few dollars. Uh, I should probably look into what exactly you got to do to do that. Um, but I have a little. I have enabled the function on the podcast on the Anchor app, uh, so you can uh, you can help your boy out through these trying times. Um, so search on the if you're listening to the podcast, go to the Anchor FM um, and search Sean Boyle podcast. Sean Boyle's podcast. I just said my last name wrong like a fucking dipshit. Uh, the <laughs> Sean Boyle's podcast. And uh, look for the um, uh, the sponsor. Sponsor button or the uh, donation button. or You know what? Like I said, I'm going to look it up and I'm going to let you know. Maybe next time. Actually, maybe I take a break. Maybe I take a break and I do some um, research for myself. See? That's how fucking anti-research I am. I'm not even researching for myself. Oh, that dipshit. Anyway, the wife uh, with uh, her uh, diving into uh, these uh, uh, these kimono alterations and, uh, and flair. 
she um, decided, well, shit, maybe since people need masks, masks, uh, uh, cloth masks are, are recommended for everybody when you're out there in the, in the world. She uh, figured out a pattern and she's been cranking out masks. And uh, I had a really good friend of mine um, post, I guess, on the Instagrams about her masks. Or, or she posted on a, uh, like a, a wife's, a friend of mine's wife posted apparently on a, uh, some sort of, uh, local town wifey group on Facebook and, um, uh, promoting the masks and these really cool masks. And, uh, the wife is, I don't want to say bombarded with, uh, uh, people wanting to order her masks, but, uh. There's uh, there's quite a few people that are asking for these masks, and 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 we're thankful for for that. Uh, I'm just a little worried that my wife is going to get a little overwhelmed. Uh, she is one woman with a sewing machine that she's doing this on. It isn't like uh, you know, it isn't like it's a uh, a factory mass producing these things, and you can just whip them out. Uh, the other the other hurdle is uh, materials. So a lot of people, uh, I would have never fucking even thought anything about this ever in my life unless I had the wife diving into this um uh supplies getting supplies you know she well I take her to Joanne Fabrics once in a while she sifts through things and finds patterns and stuff she likes and gets little trinkets and gets thread and gets little elastics and whatever she was getting you know and she gets and she had a little pile of little stuff and she had a little inventory of of materials and the Fucking floodgates have opened of people ordering masks, and guess what? She's not the only one making masks. There's a fuck ton of people trying to make masks to the point where the supplies needed to make these masks are depleted, and uh, they don't have them. And they're saying, you know, you make an order online, and then you get an email a couple days later saying your order has been canceled because there are none of them's anymore. Um, so. Uh, People she uh, that want masks, we're sorry, people. We can't make you masks. So I've been helping when I can. If I'm not fucking up these cabinets, I am uh, been cutting out little little things for her and uh, cutting the material with a pair of scissors. Uh, I just realized that all these years. So, uh, um, if you know anything about me, you know that I'm left-handed. I'm left-handed to the point where. I might as well not even have a right hand, okay? I'm fucking hell of left-handed. Um, and I haven't used a pair of left-handed scissors in, oh, I don't know, forever? Since, like, fucking kindergarten or first grade when they had met? I don't know what had happened in your elementary school or, or, or your your school, and they had the they had all the scissors, and you would get the scissors, and you would use the scissors to cut the construction paper. That's all they gave you, right? It was construction paper, at least at the ghetto school I went to. Um, but the left-handed scissors had green handles to differentiate between the rest of the scissors. So everyone else had these funky metal scissors, and all us left-handers, which there was maybe two for every class of fucking 25 probably. Uh, we had these cool little green handle jobs that green handle the, the, the things for your fingers had a little green like rubber coating so they didn't dig into your fingers as bad as the regular scissors so it was nice to be left-handed because they had little cushy little scissors however I, I may realize i haven't used a pair of left-handed scissors since then in fact 
I don't think I would be able to use a pair of left-handed scissors because I've been so used to using right-handed scissors in my left hand that now the, the way I manipulate the scissors to get it to cut with my left hand is the way I, I use the scissors and, and a, a pair of left-handed scissors are going to fuck me up. I don't think I could use a pair of left-handed scissors anymore. That's what I'm saying to you. I have lost the ability to use the proper tool for the handed that I am. I, 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 it would be the equivalent of, of, of if, if um, some guitar players that are left-handed take a right-handed guitar and just flip it over, don't even change the strings the other way. Strings usually on a guitar go from the biggest gauge string on the top down to the smallest gauge string. So if you're you got the guitar on and around your shoulders. That top string is bigger. The bottom string is the smaller. If you take a right-handed guitar and flip it upside down, now the top string is the smallest string and the bottom string is the heavier string. And some cats that are left-handed learn how to play guitar if it's strung the wrong way. Give them a left-handed guitar that's strung the right way. Guess what? They can't fucking play the thing. And that's basically what I've been doing with right-handed scissors all these years trying to cut shit. And it made me realize when I was cutting the material for her, I was doing some of it today. It hits me in a little spot on my thumb, right right at about the right right at about where the where your thumb meets the fucking where your thumb meets the rest of the meat of your hand, right? Like, you know your thumb's got a certain size to it, right? And and right as it when it's when it's no longer thumb and it's hand. All right. Well, the handle of the scissors hits me right there and it hits a little nerve and the fucking side of my thumb will go numb if I go cutting for too long because I'm using the wrong fucking scissors. But I've been doing that for years and I don't think I could use the right ones. And um, that's uh, that's the fucking that's the pain that I live in. That's the world that I live in uh, with with the scissors. It's it's a cruel, cruel world out there. And sometimes you got to use things that are not the things that you need to do the thing because of the wrong thing, but you do them anyway and use it the way that you need to use it the right way, the wrong way. Anyway. Uh, so my wife, the mask maker, that's what's going on. She's uh, cranking out masks and uh, making a few bucks. Um, and it's cool. She's, uh, like I said, she, uh, she surprises me and amazes me all the time. Uh, and also, you know, she's, she's from Japan and language is an issue sometimes. She doesn't know the right words. You know, she's got these people emailing her or texting her, uh, through Instagram or, or the other social media things. And, um, and she often checks in with me to make sure that the text that she's sending back makes sense. Cause of course she doesn't want to sound like an idiot. Nobody wants to sound like an idiot. Um, so, and and like ninety percent of the time she's got it. It's fine, but she, you know her confidence still isn't um, what it w- what she would like it to be when it comes to speaking the English. And I tell her all the time, I don't fucking speak English right. You know, I aren't be speaking English good at all. And and some people speak it speak at it way gooder than I spoke. See what I did there. Anyway. Um, so yeah, just uh, um, she's uh, but so 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 it came up uh, the uh, present tense past tense 
type of issue kind of came up, and it had to do with the phrase. Uh, uh, well, here's what here's what I've always done when I use this phrase. If I'm going to say last weekend or this weekend or next weekend, okay, and specifically just weekend, we're just going to use it. We're just going to go with that. You know, it, it can be days of the week or month, whatever you want. It with time. There's there's this Thursday. There's next Thursday. There's last Thursday. And when I use these terms, I mean last Thursday was the one that just passed. All right? That's the last one that we just had. Okay? This Thursday, that's the one coming up. All right? There's a Thursday coming up. That's this Thursday. Next Thursday is the one after that one. You see what I You follow me? So, for instance, today is Friday. Okay? This weekend will be fucking tomorrow, right? Tomorrow, Saturday, and then Sunday. That's this weekend. Coming up this weekend. Last weekend, five days ago, okay? Next weekend, not this weekend, not the one coming up tomorrow, the one after that, okay? This is, I, 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 I just, it, it feels the way it should be, and I hear people fuck this up, or at least have their own version of this all the time. I'll hear people say this weekend and they mean fucking last weekend. And it doesn't make any sense to me because that was in their mind. That's the, that's the one that was this. That was this for them. They were oh, just this weekend. Just this weekend. We haven't had this weekend yet. How can you say this weekend? Just this weekend. That was last weekend. Learn your fucking English. Anyway, <laughs> it's ridiculous, right? It's super ridiculous. But people fuck that shit up all the time. You know what really fucking just gets me when people use in in a, in, in 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 direction use up for south and down for north. You know what I mean? I live here in the Bay Area. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. I'm gonna drive up to Portland. Okay, Portland is north of San Francisco. I'm gonna drive up to Portland. But I'll hear people seeing all the time. Oh, yeah, we drove down to Portland. You didn't drive down. You drove up. North is up. South is down. If you look on a map, it's up and down. Why would you say you went down to fucking Portland? You didn't do that. You went, you know. I'm not going to say I went up to Los Angeles from here. I went up to Los Angeles last weekend. No, I did not go up to Los Angeles. I went to up Los Angeles. If I was in fucking San Diego, I went up to Los Angeles. But not if I'm up here. If I'm in Fresno, I'm not going to say I drove up to fucking Stevenson's Ranch. I don't know. I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm not, you know. And I think people might confuse it when it has, it has to do with elevation. Maybe that's where the confusion lies. Maybe, maybe. Um, you know, from here, I would still drive. I would drive down to Big Bear. I wouldn't drive up to Big Bear unless I was south of Big Bear. You know what I mean? I, that's just what makes sense to me. But people fuck this shit up all the time. And and no one calls them on it. They just let it slide. It, let it, go, it just slides right through. And you got to figure out what the fuck he's saying. You know what he's saying. He drove to that destination. But the fact that they used the wrong direction for the way that they went sort of bothers me. And it makes me question your intellect. I'm dumb as fuck. I've said this on the podcast many, many a times. This is episode 31. I've probably said it 35 times. I'm not a smart man, Jenny. But 
I do know what up and down is <laughs> in north and south. And you use up for north and you use south for down. And don't fuck it up anymore, people. Please. Please just do just do the right thing. Do the right thing. Be the right thing. And it, we're going to be okay. I think uh, I want to share a story. I want to share a story about something I did way back when. And um, I think the lesson of the story is um, being able to uh, identify those moments where you're not, it's not your proudest moment. And being able to accept that uh, you might have done something really fucking stupid. And uh, if you think about to the circumstances and where you were at at that time, uh, maybe that can justify why you did the thing that you did. But at the same time, eh, he fucking idiot, you know. Um, so this is, uh, let's go back. Uh, I'm going to say, I think it was about 19. I think it was I think it was nineteen. Um this is a time um uh, my life I was still living at home. I'm still at home. Um my parents uh my parents were still together and uh my younger sister still at home, we're all still at home. Um like I said, I was about nineteen, maybe you know, half a year out of uh maybe not might have even been nah I had have been I'd about been about a year out of high school. I don't think I was eighteen. I don't think it was the summer after I graduated. I think it was the summer following. Um so so two summers out of out of high school and uh my parents uh were uh, my parents owned a boat that they kept docked out in the Delta. Now uh I would frequent the boat out in the delta it would be a weekend little excursion you go go out in the delta you sit out there uh, you know soak up some sun catch some catfish swim in the fucking scummy delta water it's probably why i will never get the fucking coronavirus is because i swam in the delta water when i was a teenager um if that's not a tired ass fucking joke floating around social media i don't know what um uh if you ever fucking Drunk water, you ever use the bathroom at Gilman Street? Yeah, you're not gonna. Anyway, um, lots of those kinds of jokes. Anyway, uh, uh, so my folks, if the weather was good, fucking shot up to the Delta. Now, at about the time I was maybe, oh, I don't know, 13, 14, 15, somewhere in there, my parents were comfortable with leaving me home by myself for the weekend. They knew I wasn't gonna burn the fucking joint down. Um, I didn't I didn't keep enough derelict friends or at least I didn't bring around the house that they were worried about me throwing parties. Any of that shit was not a fucking issue, okay? Uh so from the time yeah, from about, you know, fourteen or so, fifteen, up until um you know, up until my teens or my uh my late teens into my early twenties, um if I wasn't uh, going with them on the weekend to uh, Delta Boat Excursion, I'd stay home. 
And a lot of times I didn't, you know, especially once I realized I could stay home, I had a lot of homework that I had to do over these long weekends, you know what I mean? I got this report I got to do. I don't, you know, I didn't have no fucking report. I just wanted to stay home by myself and, uh, you know, try to fucking, you know, I think my parents had the Playboy channel in their bedroom. So I'd fucking put the Playboy channel on and jerk off to something that was a little bit more feasible, a little bit more tangible than my fucking mind. Um, so, you know what I'm saying? So there was, there was, there was stuff to do. There was fucking snacks to eat. You know, there was always food. There was never an issue. So, uh, so fast forward until I'm fucking 19, right? I'm 19 years old. Parents are gone away on on a weekend boat excursion. Uh, my sister had made her way to a friend's house. I got the house to myself. It's a Friday night. The house is empty. Uh, might even have been a Saturday night. I don't really remember. Uh, you know what? It might have been a Saturday night because I believe I watched Ted Banger's Ball and then was uh, fixing to go to sleep. It was uh, it was late. It was, uh, you know, well past maybe 2 in the in the a.m. So technically, I guess, uh, Sunday morning. So I'm... Uh, I'm... Um, about to fall asleep, and I'm hearing um, hearing something. Um, I hear something on the on the, uh, like tapping on my window. You know, I hear a tapping on my window. Ta 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 ta. Ta 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 ta. I hear this tapping, and I don't really pay it much mind. I just kind of yeah, something hitting my window. There's a fucking. It's windy outside. There's probably a tree hitting the window. No tree near my windows. No, 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 nothing that I need to, no tree. It's not windy. There's somebody tapping on my window. I I make my way to a, uh, I leave my bedroom, make my way to a uh, sliding glass door at the back of the house that sort of faces towards the uh, uh, side of the house where my bedroom is to see if I could see anything. And I don't see anything. Um, just think it's odd that I'm hearing this 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 tapping. Uh, I kind of pay it no mind. Go back to sleep or try to go back to sleep. I lay back down and then I hear it again. Now at this time, I realize there is somebody tapping on my window um i start to get a little scared i don't know um what what i don't i just i I have no clue as to why somebody would want to tap on my window at fucking well past 2 a.m in the morning um my father has firearms he showed me when i was younger where the firearms were in case of whatever emergency that we got to protect the house. And, um, you know, so he would let me know, you know, this is how you, he ne- I never actually used them, but he showed me how they work. And I mean, you're, you know, you've watched enough movies. You kind of know how a gun works. Fucking point and shoot, right? I'm not, you know, whatever. So I, uh, he had a plethora of, of, of firearms, uh, all registered, all legal, uh, he had a um, he had a twenty two, a thirty eight, a nine millimeter, 
and a shotgun. Um, and I believe a twenty two rifle. Uh, what they call a snake charmer. Anyway, um, I knew where all these guns were at. I knew where they were located. I go into his bedroom and I grab the thirty eight. I grab the thirty eight and I sort of go back to that sliding glass door and I peek out. I kick a light on and, you know, say something stupid to the effect of, hey, you know, if you're if anybody's out there, you better leave. Uh, you know, shit's going to get real for you. You know, I don't think I said that. That sounds way, way too cool of a thing to say. Um, I don't I don't remember what I said, but I definitely, you know, try to uh, have some warning sent out. OK, so. um I and I had turned all the lights on in the backyard. I don't hear anything. I don't don't see anything. But mind you, there is the side of the house I can't see where my bed, you know, my bedroom window at that time or my bedroom was in the uh north uh what was it? northeast part of the house, okay? Um so as I look from the slider, I can only see the part of my house or part of my bedroom window that faces the east. I cannot see the part of my bedroom that faces the north, uh, the outside wall from this vantage point of this particular sliding glass door. Anyway, I um, turn all the lights off. I hope that the fucking whatever is out there will just go away. I'm not going to fucking think anything of it. I go lay down um, and I put the gun back. I put the gun back. I go back to my room. I'm going to try to fall asleep. And I fucking hear the tapping again. Now, some, I'm fucking mad. I'm scared. And some shit's going to go down, right? This is where my head's at. I go back to my father's room. I grab the 38 again. I go into my sister's room this time to look out her window, different vantage point. Uh, I look out her bedroom window. Uh, her bedroom window faced the patio. And right in front of her bedroom window was uh, a very large uh, brick barbecue that my father had made. Um, but there was some deck space in between the wall of the house where her bedroom window was and the barbecue. I look out that window and I look down at the deck. I see a fucking dude on the deck on his hands and knees crawling under the window as to not be seen. Now I'm freaked the fuck out. There is a somebody in my backyard. I fucking, I, I, I freak. I'm, I'm, I'm in my fucking shorts. I don't have shoes on. Basically, I'm naked with a fucking gun in my hand. And I run out to the... So he's crawling on the deck towards the side of the house where he could get out from the... You know, most people's homes, one gate works, the other one doesn't, right? So he's going towards the side of the house with the gate works that he can get out. And uh, I go to the front door and I look out the, the front window... To see if I see anybody come down the driveway. Sure enough, I see somebody walk out the driveway. And I, why I turned on the porch light, I don't know. I hit the porch light at the same time I have the door open. 
And now it's a foot chase. I'm chasing a fucking dude down the street with a gun in my hand. And I ran out to the middle of the street chasing this guy. He's running down the middle of the street. I stop in the middle of the street because my feet are slapping the concrete. I fucking pull the gun up and I fire off around. Now, mind you, I'm fucking scared. I don't know what I'm thinking. I don't know why I feel like I need to take a shot at this guy. I don't know if I'm thinking, oh, I need to show him who the fuck's boss. I don't know any of that. Just whatever came over me, I um I shot at him. And this and then immediately go, "Oh my god. Why the fuck did I do that? That was totally totally stupid." I um so I go back inside and I I call the police. And I say, um, you know, and I call I called nine one one, and I say, uh, I had a, um, you know, they said nine one one operator, what's your emergency? Um, I had a uh, intruder in the backyard of our property, and I chased him off the property, and I took a shot at him, and the nine one one operator said, "You did what?" And before I could hang up the phone, four squad cars are in my front yard. Not in the driveway, in the front yard. Like pulled up onto the fucking sidewalk and into the grass. Like just pulled up in like fronts of cars are at our porch. You know what I'm saying? And... um I was kind of already had the door open and I'm kind of in the doorway and, and, uh, hi guys, you know, skinny 19 year old dumbass fucking kid. And he says, where are the weapon? Where is the weapon? And I say, uh, it's the 38. I put it back in my father's closet and they say, where is the, your father's bedroom? I show them where the bedroom is. They go in there and they take all his firearms they saw the 38, they saw the 22, and they saw the 9. They took all three of them. They did not see the shotgun. Otherwise, they probably would have took that. They did not take the shotgun. So they took all three of my father's firearms, and they showed me all three of them. They said, which one did you use? And I said, I used the 38. And they say, which one? Show us which one. I go, I know what a 38 is. It's that one, you know. You know, now I'm <laughs> cocky fucking in you know, in my aggravation, what do you think I'm an idiot? I fucking use a thirty eight, you know. Anyway, and it's a snub nose too. How about that? Yeah, fucking you know, just. <laughs> but um, so they do a uh, they do what's called a a, a gunpowder test. Basically, if you have uh, if if you have shot a some if you have shot a firearm, um, they put this powder on your hands because it'll have you'll have gunpowder residue on your hands right after you shoot a shoot a pistol so uh, they do that they can tell that you know yeah okay this kid is saying that he shot the thing and and uh, and i shot the thing and so they had proof of that but be it that i 
made the call that I had made the shot. And they got no report from any of my neighbors or anybody around that they had heard uh, a shot fired. Uh, it was basically like I was squealing on myself. And so um, they said I was lucky that, first of all, lucky that I didn't fucking hit the guy. Second of all, lucky that uh, nobody reported it. Otherwise, I would have been charged with... Um, uh, uh, what was I going to be charged with? Uh, shooting a firearm within the city limits. Not supposed to do that. And uh, so, yeah, that's my um, that's my story of feeling like a dumb shit and doing something dumb and um, not really knowing how to put that into perspective until it happens right then at the moment, and you're like, "Oh my god, what the hell have I done?" And uh, it was a dumb thing to do. I just, I, you know, what if I fucking hit the guy? You know what I mean? Like, what, what if uh, I uh, actually did some fucking damage? And, and dumb 19-year-old kid, um, definitely my life would have been a lot different. I definitely would have, it would have been would have went down a bad fucking road, man. Music wasn't going to save me there because... I would. I just. I. I. I think about that once in a while, whenever guns come up as an issue. I do not like them, and I do not like them because I scared the shit out of myself with them, and um, some weeks later, um, in talking with my sister, come to find out, this was a friend of hers. A guy that she was kind of seeing or talking to. I don't know, whatever. Um, but <laughs> basically, dude was looking for some ass in the middle of the night and was trying to tap on my sister's window to see if uh, he can maybe make some shit happen. And um, I laugh. I laugh now at the fact that here some fucking dude's just trying to get a little something. And um, he almost gets his ass killed or shot at. Um, it's kind of it's kind of funny. The, the the lengths that you will go to to get a little something something, you know. Uh, but mind you, this guy was probably a little bit too old to be fucking trying to fuck with my sister at that time. You know, my sister was if I'm nineteen, she was fitting maybe fifty, yeah, fifteen. So. I don't know, maybe a little too young, but, you know, and I think he was, like, older, older. And uh, and apparently, uh, he claims he felt something f- fly by his ear. I don't know about that claim. I don't know if that's true or not, but um, he said he definitely ran a whole fuck ton faster once he heard a shot fired. So, uh... That's the stupid shit I've done in the past. We all got regrets, right? I try to say that I don't have any. And for the most part, I don't. But that, I definitely regret doing. Uh, I was young. I was scared. And uh, sometimes you do dumb shit. Um... All right, one more uh, 
little thing that uh, I just want to talk on for a second. I'm not, um, and then we'll do a, we'll do our uh, earworm of the week, and we'll get the fuck out of here. Um, not like I'm keeping you from fucking doing anything, right? You know, uh, like I really thought that the quarantine thing would have me uh, doing more of these, but uh, I'm not really, like I said before, not really hella quarantining myself too hard, uh, as hard as I would w- like to. Oh, I, dude, staying home and doing nothing? Fucking sign me up for that shit, dude. You know, dude, I would be a fucking house husband in a fucking minute, dude. That would be the shit. I have the wife go out there fucking doing, making the big bucks, and I'm staying home fucking cleaning the house once in a while. I, I, I can't cook, but I'll fucking, I'll make some scrambled eggs or some shit. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I don't need to be doing that. I don't fucking get get left in a quickness. But um, I've uh, when I've been working, I've been listening to podcasts and I've been listening, you know, listening to people talking. Uh, and uh, oh, and by the way, I have um, before I even get into what the next thing I'm gonna. Uh, as of a week ago, I have uh, I'm sustaining uh, from the social medias. I'm. Uh, uh, not getting on the Facebooks and not getting on the Instagrams um, at all. Um, I'm going to at least I'll be able to, I think, advertise for the podcast, but that might be it. Uh, and I can do that without even – I've actually deleted the apps from my phone. I, uh, I've deleted Facebook app. I have deleted – uh, the Instagram app. Uh, I've, I, I, I've, I have found myself, especially, you know, in, in some downtime doing a lot of nothing of just going through posts, making little shitty comments, which I, it's fun. Like, you know, it's, I, I, I do, I do okay with, uh, this, uh, sort of, uh, smirky, smarky, swarmy, sh- sh- shitty. How about shitty? I do pretty good with the shitty comment uh uh on your facebook post or or your goofy picture on instagram um and uh it's 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 pretty cash fun for me but it's not you know but i did i have found myself getting um maybe get, just wasting time just wasting a lot of time on social media and then uh with everything that's going on right now seeing people's panic seeing people's uh, conflated ideas and, um, and, and, and not really calming down, calming down and just, uh, getting just more and more distorted and more, uh, just dumb. And I just felt that I was, I'm, I'm dumb as it is anyway. And I didn't want to feel like I was getting dumb. You know, that part in, uh, uh, um, what movie is that? It's a fucking Sandler movie. Is that Unhappy Gilmore? When, um, no, it's not Happy Gilmore. What's the one where he's going to, um, Billy Madison, where he's going to inherit his dad's, and he tells, he gives the book report about the dog, and, uh, the guy doing the, the, (laughs) says, uh, that was the dumbest thing you ever heard, and we're all dumber for, for hearing it. That's how I was feeling. (coughs) Excuse me. I was feeling dumber, um, just reading people's posts of 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 ignorance and 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 uh, posts of ignorance and and missing and 
misinformation and um and just conspiracies and just fucking just ah. so I just you know what I'm gonna step out step out of here uh, and there was I gotta admit there was a, a little bit of an argument um uh, our actually our first I want I would I would go out and say our first fight our first uh sort of uh little tussle little little uh first back and forth aggravated angry tears and the whole thing about uh, me being a fucking shithead and and wasting time on social media. So uh, off the social media, gonna lay off that shit for who knows how long. Uh, I have to say though, it has made me. Uh, uh, her complaint was that I'm not being productive, and she was absolutely absolutely right, not being productive. Um, and uh, I've been being a little bit more productive. I've been writing some more jokes, uh, writing. Uh, um, uh, researching some stuff, checking some stuff out, um, just trying to better myself overall. Uh, I've been busy with work a little bit, so uh, I haven't had a ton of time to do stuff. But uh, the little bit of time I was having to myself, I was doing nothing with it but fucking around on the social media. So with that said, right before I got off the social media, it seemed like everybody, and and I've been hearing this from the podcast I listened to, Everybody is um, very much into uh, this Tiger King guy, and uh, I, I haven't watched it, and I'm not going to watch it. I it more in protest more than anything else. Um, I live in the San Francisco Bay Area, and we have what's called a Central Valley. The Central Valley of California is, you know, uh, Modesto and Manteca and. North of that is Sacramento. Um, Stockton's in there. Um, there's an area of this Central Valley here in California where, from what I'm hearing as the description of this Tiger King guy and what he was into and what he was doing, just sounds like the Central Valley to me. It sounds like a fucking documentary about people from the Central Valley. The only difference is they're raising tigers. So I'm saying there's a lot of fuckery, a lot of dumb shit, a lot of methamphetamines. I don't need to watch a documentary of that because I got the Central Valley right here. I can just drive out there and post up in a fucking, uh, you know, parking lot at the fucking Bank of America in downtown Manteca and see whatever the fuck I need to see as far as tweakers and weird shit and who knows what. The only difference is there's no tigers. Big fucking deal. Shouldn't have a fucking tiger anyway. What I'm saying is, and what I'm trying to get to is, I'm seeing some parallels with people's fascination with this whole fucking crew of buffoons. I'm seeing a correlation. And here's what I'm afraid is going to happen. The correlation I'm seeing. I'm seeing this correlation between that and the same thing and in, in, in the infatuation that we had. And I say we as a whole, not me. I thought the shit was whack even then. With those fucking kids on the Jersey Shore. Remember the Jersey Shore fucking dumb show on, on, on the MTV, right? Bunch of fucking wild kooky kids from Jersey that meet there in the summer and all the buffoonery dumb fuck shit that they got into and people were... I believe in my heart MTV was showing these kids and kind of laughing at them. But what ended up happening is people started to admire these kids and want to emulate them and then you have a whole fucking bunch of people... That say a lot of whack shit like those dumb fucks on that show. Now, 
what I'm afraid is going to happen is with this Tiger King shit, people are going to go, oh, hey, hey, yeah, I fucking love that documentary series. Oh, look at how, oh, he was a character. Oh, he was a character. And it seems like from what people are saying, he was a very uh, charismatic character. And maybe people are going to try to emulate that or they're going to start using his language and they're going to start uh, admiring what this dumb fuck would did, and they're going to fucking start doing meth and gay stuff and, and, and with, with tigers. I don't care about the gay stuff. Do all the gay stuff you want. Take a dick. I'm fucking all about it. Just whatever. But what I am concerned is the, uh, uh, the criminal aspect. Uh, apparently there's a murder, an unsolved murder, or there's a disappearance of a man. And I'm just afraid that... The admiration, the admiration that they people are having for this fucking series of lunacy is going to uh, turn into uh, people emulating what they're seeing in their homes on the Netflix. That's my only concern. Uh, I, I I hope it doesn't happen, but with the way things are going and the way people are and and how. Shit gets all uh, convoluted and, and, and turned around and exabber, exaggerated. Exaggerated or exaggerated? What's the other one? There's another word. Exab- I don't fucking know. Again, dumb fuck. Anyway, I'm done with this shit. I'm over it. I'm over it. I'm leaving now. I'm done. Anyway, um, thank you for listening to the Sean Boyles podcast on Anchor FM and wherever you enjoy your podcasts. Um, tell your friends, tell your, tell your people, spread the fucking word. The best way things get spread is by word of mouth. And, um, and I like the, as I like to do, I'm going to end with, uh, a little, um, the earworm of the week. Um, there's a small little section of this tune that pops in my head and, uh, it gets just this little, little section of the song. It just, it's, it'll repeat over and over again. It's a little odd. This one little section repeats, but it repeats. I'm not even going to point it out what part of the song it is. It's a great song. Um, I remember uh, in the later years of Headbangers Ball, when Headbangers Ball was getting really close to being done and it wasn't a thing that you were going to watch anymore, I remember seeing the video for this song. There was two videos I remember seeing where I kind of thought, oh, this is where shit's going to head. This is where it's going to fucking go. This is this feels like new sort of future uh music. And um the first video that gave me that feeling was uh the refused uh, uh refused video for New Noise. Bunch of guys running around in masks, wearing flannels, doing wacky shit and kind of chaotic, but that song, fuck that song was badass, right? New Noise, are you kidding me? That's a fucking great song. The other song that would come on that I would that where I had that feeling of okay, this is new, this is where it's going was uh One Arm Scissor by At the Drive-In. Um I didn't really get into them then. I did enjoy that song and I did enjoy the what looked like the intensity in which they played because there was a lot of live shots of them playing in that video from One Arm Scissor. Um, stuff that kind of reminded me, like the moves reminded me of MC5. He kind of had a lot of those MC5 moves. Uh, the way he kind of rocked with his afro and uh, uh, the way the guitar players sort of slammed around. Very MC5 looking. So that was nice as far as a wild rock show. 
but it took me like some years after that to actually check them out and get into them. And uh, this song uh, the other day popped into my head and hadn't really left. And so uh, I'm going to play this song for you now. The song is called Sleepwalk Capsules off of the uh, relationship of uh, Command record. Um, the same record that uh, One Arm Scissor is on. Uh, so we leave you with a little at the drive-in. Um, be cool, all right? Like I said, wear your mask. Um, do the do the right thing. Don't be a dick. Be nice. Um, thank your fucking grocery store workers and anybody anybody that's out there in the fucking soup. All right, fucking give them a nod and and and, and tell them thanks. I saw a woman uh, pumping gas. Uh, obviously, a nurse. Um, I just kind of gave her a little nod and you know, kind of let her know that uh, you guys are in our thoughts and you're doing the thing and you're doing the thing that needs to do. Anyway, a little uh, at the drive-in, sleepwalk capsules. Keep it dirty, dirties. Later.